Michael, that was awesome. Good evening, friends of Lightshine Church. Welcome to worship on Christmas Eve. It is good to be able to gather together on this very different but still beautiful Christmas Eve. We're genuinely glad that each of you are here tonight to celebrate God coming to rescue, to save, and to reconcile the world in the birth of Jesus Christ. Will you please join me in our call to worship that you will see on the screen. Welcome tonight to a celebration like no other. This is the night of the holy birth. Let the love of Jesus be born in your hearts and spirits. Open our hearts to receive this blessed gift, loving God. Rejoice, good friends, the good news is here. Christ our Savior is born. Hallelujah and amen. Well, since day one, Lightshine has acknowledged that the church is both the gathered and scattered people of God. We gather for worship in order to be formed and to be sent out to join in the work that God is already doing in our neighborhoods, in our communities, and around the world. With the COVID pandemic, we know that hunger is on the steep rise with over 54 million people in this country going hungry today. I'm so pleased to be able to say that while we are gathering 
to celebrate the birth of our Savior, our church is simultaneously scattering, serving a hot Christmas meal to 50 people who may be experiencing homelessness and hunger right now. For me personally, this will be one of the more memorable nights of our existence. And I'm so pleased to be in this work and in this church with each of you and to know that your generosity is what makes things like this possible. So to begin our worship tonight, we're going to attempt a check-in with our Lightshine friends who are there serving this meal right now. And we've got about a 50-50 chance of this working. We're going to find out. But thing that really excites me about this is that our worship tonight is being impacted with works of compassion, justice, and mercy. Steve, can you hear us? I can. Can you hear me? Yes. How is it going over there? Tell us what tell us what's going on. So right now we just have a wall. We have served a whole I don't know how many people so far. At, at least 35. And uh they, they, we're just kind of taking a break, waiting for everybody else to come back here and eat meat, meals. So even though we've served 35, we've probably had a lot more other um, meals that have gone out with that 35. Outstanding. So, How's the food? How's the, the food going so I over? I can't really unplug myself. I'm, I'm going to do that for a second. We'll walk back in the kitchen and then you can take over. All right. <laughs> Okay, there's, there's part of the kitchen crew that's left. <laughs> uh, no. Outstanding. Well, thank you all so much for doing this and for participating with us in this way. We're going to pray that this meal satisfies, that the Spirit will bring some joy, filling hearts with the incredible love that this holy night represents. Thanks a lot, Commodore. Thanks for checking in with us. We're going to continue in our time of worship by singing joy to the world. All right. So joy to the world. Uh, yeah, let's celebrate together. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. Let earth receive her King Let every heart prepare Him room And heaven and nature sing And heaven and nature sing And heaven and heaven and nature sing Let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow, far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is found. world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness 
and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love joy to the earth the savior reigns let all the songs employ while fields and floods rocks hills and plains repeat the sounding joy repeat the sounding joy repeat repeat the sounding joy Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. Amen. All right, my friends, we're going to hear the story of the birth of our Lord Jesus. We're going to hear it in two parts. So this is part one of the story of the birth of Christ from Luke chapter two. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Angels we have heard on high Sweetly singing o'er the plains 
And the mountain scene reply Echoing their joyous strains Gloria In excelsis Why this jubilee? Why your joyous strains prolong? What the gladsome tidings be Which inspire your heavenly song? Gloria in excelsis birth the angels sing come adore on bended knee Christ the Lord the newborn King Gloria in excelsis Deo All right, so we've got with us uh, my friend and uh, 
worship leader that I've worked with before, Bob Marlowe. And so, Bob, we just need to get Bob unmuted, and then um, we will be able to hear him lead Beautiful Star of Bethlehem. Are we good? Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem Shining afar through shadows dim Giving the light for those who long have gone Guiding the wise men on their way Unto the place where Jesus lay Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem Shine on, oh beautiful star, star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawns. Give us the light to light the way unto the land of perfect. Day, oh beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh beautiful star, the hope of life, guiding the pilgrims through the night, over the mountains till the break of dawn, into the light of perfect day. It will give out a lovely ray, oh beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Beautiful star, the hope of rest For the redeemed, the good and the blessed Yonder in glory when the crown is won Where Jesus is now, the star divine Brighter and brighter he will shine Oh beautiful star of Bethlehem Shine on, oh beautiful star, star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawns, unto the light to light the way, into the land of perfect day, oh beautiful star of Bethlehem. Bethlehem, shine on, oh beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. 
everybody. These are my ladies who have come to help me with the lesson. We will see how long they last. I've coaxed them with some corn. I can't promise anything. But these are tofu, cricket, and bonsai. They are here to help me talk about the word waiting. Now, these ladies are patient. They are expert waiters. They lay an egg and they sit on it, barely leaving it for food and water, waiting for it to hatch. Recently, they stopped laying all together in protest, so now it's me left waiting for them to start laying again. I've waited for a lot of things, as we all have, and so we all know that there's this sense of relief when the thing you've waited for finally comes. You can take a deep breath, calm all of the crazy butterflies inside your tummy and relax. It's finally here. The word for the nervousness, for the butterflies, for the excitement, that's a word called anticipation. And it means more than just hoping for something. It's expecting something, getting ready for something, preparing. At Christmas, we're not just waiting for the birth of a baby. We're waiting for everything that comes with it. We're waiting for love. We're waiting for God to step down and heal every breaking heart. There is a tension that we all feel when we wait for this. I don't know about you, but I feel like I've been waiting for it all year. I think the world could have used a Christmas miracle way back in March. But it's not all about us waiting. The shepherds and the magi, they didn't wait for Jesus to make his way over to them. No, they went to meet him where he was. See, we might be waiting for Christmas, but Christmas is waiting for us too. Prepare the way for the Lord doesn't mean vacuum the living room and put the nice hand towels out. It means prepare our hearts. So while you're waiting on this last night of anticipation, for gifts and family and gifts, I know how it works. Think of what it means to prepare your hearts, to practice unconditional love, kindness, and laughter so that when the time of waiting finally ends, we're ready. No one pooped on me, so we're good. Oh my goodness, wow. And I have to follow tofu cricket and bonsai. <laughs> Thank you, Shay. That was awesome. Okay. We continue with the story of the birth of Jesus. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph, and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. This, my friends, is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Well, one thing is for sure. This Christmas Eve, 
is not like any in our past. This crazy year that we call 2020 is finally almost over. Christmas hasn't been canceled, but there are a few ways that it will probably look very different from what we're used to. This year, Christmas will almost certainly be more local and low-key. You may have a turkey in the oven, but many people are opting for something simpler, like tamales for our household. 67% of Americans say that they will hit the road by car this year instead of flying. Our homes, which are normally filled with loads of people, may be a bit quieter. Family members who live farther away might be replaced at that dinner table with friends or neighbors who live nearby. Lightshine's biggest physical gathering of the year today is online with technology playing a much bigger role in keeping us connected. And so with people less likely to travel, we're seeing more of a community focus this year with an emphasis on serving and giving. And my personal favorite it's been said by many people during this Advent season that we are actually more likely this year than maybe any in our past to see a focus on the little things. Ah, the little things. It's been a focus on the little things that's helped myself and my family get through 2020. And so I wonder what those little things are for you this Christmas season. You can use that chat bar if you're accessible to it and maybe make a running list of some of these little things that have been important to us this season, maybe things that we focused on because this year is so different. This week, Lightshine is celebrating the birth of a little baby boy, Logan born to Allie and Chris Cleaver at four pounds, 12 ounces on Monday. He was born a little bit early. So we're celebrating that the baby and mom are doing well, but we're also praying for Logan and family until the day that they're able to bring him home. This Christmas season isn't just about what we've lost in this crazy year, but it's also about new opportunities that are available to us. Perhaps there's this invitation to slow down, to grow, to serve, to be more present to those around us. Perhaps like our family, to get outdoors or to try new things. Like baby Logan, Jesus was once a little thing. Maybe it's the little things this year that we should focus on tonight because we know that little things can make a huge difference. Well, the first century into which Jesus was born was in some regards, like our current year, a very, very difficult time, especially for the Jews living under Roman occupation. It was a census commanded by Emperor Augustus that sets our whole Christmas story in motion. Augustus wanted everyone to be counted, not because he believed that every life mattered, not because life was so precious to him, far from it. 
the census is initiated so that everyone under his rule could be exploited for his own personal gain and the gain and power of empire. To the common folk, a census announced greater poverty and exploitation, very much like it still does today to some more vulnerable populations among us. Census as the tool of the empire is what sends pregnant teenage Mary and her betrothed Joseph on this arduous multi-day journey to Bethlehem to be counted. Jesus was born a marginalized baby to marginalized parents in an extremely difficult and challenging time. And the angel announces the good news of the birth of Jesus as a savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. Three titles, each with huge significance. God came to be among us, born in the person of Jesus to save. Now, we typically employ a very narrow view of salvation. But to the gospel writer Luke, salvation meant that this child who had been born will free people from two kinds of bondages, bondage to their sins and bondage from oppressors. Salvation is this rich image. It means healing and liberation, freedom, and the promise of eternal life all wrapped up together. This would truly have been received by the shepherds and by a lot of other people as really, really good news. The title for Messiah or Christ means anointed. And for centuries, people had been expecting this anointed one to free Israel from its seemingly impossible scenario that they found themselves in. All the promises to restore the throne of David and do away with oppression and injustice are now placed on this little thing, wrapped in the swaddling clothes that covered baby Jesus. But Luke's Savior and Messiah is not one among many liberators. Israel had seen many so-called liberators come and go. This baby is said to be different. Luke calls him the Lord, above every human throne and ruler. This is yet again another one of Luke's great reversals. A marginalized baby of marginalized parents is the Savior, the Messiah, and Lord. Jesus was always drawn to the forsaken, the forgotten, those who felt left behind. Just as Jesus was always a threat to the privileged and the powerful. This is the good news that Luke announces. This is the good news that the shepherds were amazed to discover was true. It's a message that reverses Caesar Augustus's message that was only good news for the rich and the powerful. The angel announces good news for all people, especially the poor and forgotten. The incarnation or God taking on flesh says that every life counts, that every created thing matters. It's a message of rehumanization, not dehumanization, that God is coming to make things right. 
In the midst of the oppressive Roman Empire, God enters the scene and disrupts the powers that be, just as Jesus has been doing for the last 2,000 years. The king comes on the scene and says that we count, that we matter, that we are in fact precious to him. In fact, I received a New York Times article this morning from Barry McDonald's, who's maybe listening over at the Harbor House dinner right now. He sent me this great article, and the author was making this case that people both in the first century when Jesus was born and in the 21st century, neither groups of people were ready for the radical inclusion and welcome that Jesus gave all people. But maybe the question is for us tonight is how does this become more real for us tonight? And I just want to close with something that honestly, I really haven't thought much about before. The fact that many of our Christmas songs are actually written and sung in the present tense. We already sang one of them. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. Like many people have wondered, including myself, if the writer made some sort of grammatical mistake or failed high school English. Isn't Christmas about something that happened a long time ago in the past? Well, the answer is yes and no. To focus only on the past would be to miss the central meaning of Christmas. Our Christmas songs and carols point us to the truth of the coming of Jesus, the Savior, the Messiah, and the Lord in the present, right here, right now, right in the middle of a global pandemic, right in the middle of a stay-at-home order, right in the middle of one of the most difficult times probably in our personal and country's history. Hark the Herald Angel Sings does it too. It says in the present tense, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Jesus comes to us in the present, today, right now, meeting us here where we are. Joy to the world not only proclaims that the Lord is come, but it also gives us our part or our role to play. It invites us to do something. It says, it invites us to receive Jesus the King. God's greatest gift, receive this greatest gift into our hearts. Let earth receive her king. And as the result of receiving Jesus once again, we have the rejoicing of the whole creation in this, in one voice in this great heavenly choir when it sings and heaven and nature sing. This Christmas may look different from what we're used to. Maybe a focus on the little things isn't so bad after all. This is why even in difficult times, we can still practice gratitude. What little things are you most grateful for this Christmas? And for each of us, how will we receive the King? Jesus entered the world to bring hope into a time of great inequality and despair. Light when people were struggling to find their way. 
justice that worked to right the wrongs of tyrant kings, healing to bind up the broken and the hurting, joy to counter misery, and a peace that shows us the way of the kingdom of God. All of this from a little thing, a tiny baby born in Bethlehem that is Savior, Messiah, and Lord. May you relish in little things and may God grow those little things into something big, something perhaps like an eternal kingdom of justice and of peace for all people. Amen.
loving, merciful, welcoming God. Tonight it is with the angels and the full company of the heavenly host that we come together this year online from our separate homes to pause, to remember, to reflect, to worship this, your gift to us, the gift of the Christ child. Oh God, we come not with any gold, frankincense, or myrrh, but we do bring that which is most tender, which is closest to our hearts. Oh Lord, to you we bring our fear of this virus and what is still yet to come. To you we bring our grief over all who have died. To you, we bring our pain over difficult relationships. To you, we bring our concern about so much division. Oh God, and to you, we bring also our deep gratitude for the gifts that we believe only you can give us, these gifts of hope and peace and joy and love. And so, Lord, we bring ourselves to you, placing our hopes in you and what you still might do. Oh, God, we bring big hopes for peace and justice in every corner of the earth. We bring hopes for goodwill to be truly what everyone everywhere desires and seeks for each other. And tonight, we especially pray for all those who are in these days experiencing homelessness, 
some of whom right now are enjoying this meal that Lightshine has prepared. And so Lord, for each one as they eat right now, we pray that you would be feeding their hearts with hope and with peace. Lord, it is with gratitude that we celebrate that darkness will never have the last word, that your love from us, your love for us has no boundaries and that even a pandemic cannot prevent you from coming, from coming close to us. And so, Lord, it is with the shepherds, with the wise men, with people near and far of every language, culture, tribe. Lord, tonight we come to worship and celebrate who you are, this radical welcome for us and for everyone. Lord, it is with profound gratitude that we celebrate the gift of hope born on this night. In Christ our Lord name we pray. Amen. All right. So now we transition to, um, we're going to sing Silent Night. But while we do that, we invite you to do a couple things. We invite you to, one, have your camera on, if at all possible. And two, grab a candle if you have um, a candle available. And then during the song, as we um, go on singing the song. Uh, we can light our candles together, and then we can see um, if you one important way to um, if, if you're on a computer, you can press gallery view, and then with gallery view, you'll be able to see a whole bunch of different screens. So there's a it, it's different places on different computers, but if you go to gallery view, you could be able to see everybody, and so we'll sing Silent Night together, and you can look at everyone's screens as well. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, around yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild. Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly peace Silent night Holy night Shepherds quake at the sight Glory stream from heaven afar Heavenly host sing Alleluia Christ the Savior is born Christ the Savior is born Silent night, holy night, wondrous star, lend thy light with the 
angels let us sing hallelujah to our king christ the savior is born christ the savior is born silent night holy night son of god love's pure light radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Those who follow me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Now let's all blow out our candles together. (laughs) Merry Christmas to everyone. Oh, I guess it goes right into me next. Here we go. We're singing Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you Merry Christmas. Wish you Merry Christmas. Wish you Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I wanna wish you Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you Merry Christmas. Wish you Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. Wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of our heart. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom.
How much fun was that? <laughs> oh, Jeff, you just made my night. I bet nobody expected to be singing Feliz Navidad. Awesome. Two quick announcements, uh, maybe three. Um, we're not going to be worshiping together on Sunday, December 27th. Go outside, enjoy, relax, be with family. Um, and second is there's no offering here. Um, but if you'd like to support the things that God is doing in and through Lightshine Church, you're free to do that in a number of ways. Um, and also it's important to add, and we've been talking about this during this time, this is a difficult time. And if we can be helpful to anyone out there that may be struggling with something, please do not hesitate um, to ask. We're, we're all in this together. And uh, just let us know if there's something that we can do to help your family in uh, what is a difficult time for many. We're going to get out of here with the benediction. But as we do that in our light shine tradition, during COVID, we have been uh, unmuting those microphones at the very end here for those that would like to just stay for a moment and say hello to someone, wish people Merry Christmas, see people's faces. Um, we'll do that in just a moment. May you be filled with the wonder of Mary, the obedience of Joseph, the joy of the angels, the curiosity of the shepherds, and the determination of the Magi, and the peace of the Christ child. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. And Feliz Navidad, friends. Merry Christmas, and thank you so much for being with us tonight. Go in peace.